Coming up on today's show, we're going to go over some of the latest Disney news and rumors. That's coming up next on Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome everybody to episode 313 for Friday, May the 7th. 2021 my name is adam and i'm your host this week and i am joined today by a john hello everyone i thought there would be some reference to an old attraction that doesn't exist anymore there there usually is but i was trying to come up with one last minute and it just wasn't coming so that's just sorry if i disappointed anyone today don't write and, of course, we're also joined by Jason. May the 7th be with you. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah, I didn't that get works. that right. Cinco de... No, wait. Yeah, well, There's just... What, what is... What, we just got to keep the holidays running, you know? And episode 313 is a palindrome, too. So, you know, we won't have another one of those for another 10 episodes. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it. We're a little slow. Yeah, yeah, I was, I don't know. I was like, 10 episodes is not going to be, oh yeah, yeah, it will. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do, I can do that math, you know. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I will say while we're recording, there were a couple of runs going on. So we'll we'll provide those updates. We've got Kenny the Pirate out on the field as well as How to Mouse, Mike Zarnowski. He did pretty well. He said... 37 rides, so not bad. Yeah. So we got a plethora of news this week. We got a lot of Star Wars news. We got a lot of Cruise Line news. We got a lot of Disneyland news since it opened for the first time in forever. It was a big news week, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So we've got lots to cover, but I don't know that we need to go into the details of everything, but uh, we'll try to cast a wide net here and see what we can catch but we'll start with Disneyland since it first opened this past week. I think on the day that we released last week's episode, wasn't it? We wasn't need to go to Disneyland. Friday? That's yeah. exciting, isn't it? That's very exciting. Yeah. But now it's been a week and we can do a quick recap of what's happened. One thing that's changed because of something to do, I think, with California's restrictions is that Rise of the Resistance has to be shortened so they're skipping the first pre-show briefing. Just the first one. I believe so, yeah. I believe it's the one with Ray that they're skipping. And you're going straight to the show. That one's more skippable than the other one. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it is more skippable, but you're still cutting out on the experience. I mean, yeah. you've, you've heard me say I think the pre-shows in some ways are better than the actual ride. Yeah. I think California's restrictions are limiting indoor activities to 15 minutes. So I guess with both pre-shows, even though you go outside between, I guess that doesn't really count. I don't know. It's only for a few seconds. It's interesting that they didn't cut the interrogation scene, you know. Well, what happens if the ride is delayed a little bit and you get stuck in there? Because sometimes you're in that interrogation room for a few minutes. (laughs) Or if they're like on a timer, like, oh, everybody's got to get off now. I don't know. I think the reason being is how can you skip the interrogation room and just still... leave the door open, go straight <laughs> yeah. onto the ride. You just walk right in. <laughs> yeah. so that's like, like I said, that just totally ruins that. Yeah. 
They tried so, to do it with ruining it as you know as little as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so skipping the first one makes sense, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you can't really skip the transport, or else it doesn't make sense. Is it more reliable? That's all I really want to know. I don't know, but I. It, what's funny is I saw some video of people riding the Disneyland one, Batu West, as people call it. Batu West. And the first video I saw of someone riding it, both of the turret guns and the the gun room, as we call it, the laser cannons, whatever you want to call it, they were both working. But then I saw another one where it wasn't working, the second one. So I don't know if they both have issues, like the ride system itself just has issues. or It's that second gun. Yeah, whatever it is, the second one has issues. But I did see a video on opening day where of last week where it was working. But then I saw another one a few days ago where it wasn't. So, Well, I mean, I would hope the first day that it's operating they could have everything working. Yeah. But it seems like every time we've been on the one on Batu East that it hasn't been working. So I think they've just given up on it in Florida. <laughs> They're just like, we're not doing this. It's just too much trouble whatever for whatever reason. So I, I think uh, the, the guns are having trouble with synchrony. I guess. I don't know. Like I said last week, it's the new Yeti. Maybe it's something with the term guns because Guns N' Roses had the same problem. Mm. <laughs> okay. So if they put a strobe light on it, we know they're never going to fix it. <laughs> right. They just start, if you just had the gun sitting there in the middle with a flashing strobe light <laughs> <Yeah>. on it. <laughs> Someone should do that for a joke. You know, make a video that has, which is going, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That would be funny. But speaking of cutting down on the uh, experience or part of the experience, have you seen the secret entrance, as they call it, to Haunted Mansion, where you skip the elevator at Disneyland, the... Stretching room. What do you mean? Wait, wait, hold, hold. You skip the elevator. Yeah, yeah. I saw this. They sort of like made a different path. Yeah. It's essentially a cast member entrance that they very shoddily decorated to make it look kind of like it belongs in the haunted mansion. But then you, you end up below the elevator area but to the loading area. So it's kind of neat. It's in the graveyard area where you enter. So interrogation room, okay. Stretching room, bad. Even though there's more room in the stretching room. <laughs> they are still using the stretching room, but they're also using this oh, as okay. a... Two, yeah. two Overflow. Okay, right. my bad. Essentially, it's, yeah, it's a secondary to, to help with It's an alternative. Flow. Yeah, yeah I got an you. alternative. Try to keep things moving. Right. But you do have to walk downstairs, so if there's any mobility issues or anything like that, you wouldn't be able to use this secondary entrance. But kind of neat. I just thought that was something cool that they're doing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, I would love to take that entrance, but I can't get into Disneyland right now. Yeah, but you got to go the, well, I should say this year. You got to go last time it was open. I did. <laughs> I didn't get to ride Haunted Mansion, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was, it was, was still, still closed. closed. Right. Sorry, folks. The mansion's closed. <laughs> the ghost out front should have told you. <laughs> speaking of disneyland though let's keeping on that there's another one i did want to mention it's kind of a two-parter story but unrelated but i see the president of disneyland did announce ken pot rock yeah ken pot rock announced Kid that rock? Oh. <laughs> he announced that uh jungle cruise is going to open there summer 2021 so do you think that disney worlds will be ready by summer i don't think so right all the changes they're going to do 
I don't know. I mean, can they do it while they're keeping it open? I mean, it'd be really cool to see it. That's the one thing from our trip we didn't get to do, was ride yeah. the Jungle Cruise. Right. We got in line briefly for it, and then it was like, nah, it's too long. We didn't want to wait for it. We still got a taste of it from the Skipper Canteen, though. Yeah, we did. It does make sense to do both, right? It kind of pairs together. Yeah. But, yeah. So you should try to schedule your skipper canteen around your Jungle Cruise ride? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before or after, I wonder, which would be better? Do Jungle Cruise first, I think. Right. Thank well, if we were able to join the walk-up as we were getting in line, we probably would have gotten off the ride just in time for a table to be ready. But we were on Tom Sawyer Island at the time, so. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to soak that in. But anyway, I guess because it's closed, they can open it sooner because they're probably working on it much more diligently. I imagine the Disney World one will probably, maybe by October, will be done, you think? Uh, that would make sense. Yeah. October 1? I think they'll have it ready by then. Didn't they originally say it was not going to be open, I think, on in October? I thought I saw that somewhere. Or was that a different attraction? Yeah, but it seems like... They're going to just do it as the ride is running. They're not even going to close it at all. Well, it's a lot easier to take stuff out while the ride is still operating, you know, because you can do, especially when it's just one animatronic, you can do that overnight. And yeah, they then, did say it might go down, didn't they? I think they did yeah. say that. I'll have to go there back was talk track. about it being down for October. Well, and see, that what they plan on doing with that space seems pretty extensive. I don't think that's something they could do in a night by any means. So maybe they can do it in pieces and still make it look decent? I don't know. Yeah. Well, time will tell on that. But uh, Ken Potrock also stated that the Disneyland annual pass holder membership program, he said, will launch by the end of 2021. So the keyword there, membership, is this going to be something different? What are we gonna? What do we think about that? What are we gonna speculate? I think it's going to be different. I just don't know what it's gonna be at this point. There's gonna be thirty-seven tiers of membership. <laughs> yeah. Would you ever do the coast to coast if they offer it again? Yeah, especially if I thought that I could do the coast to coast challenge at some point. That's you know. Yeah, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? I would never say never, but I don't see myself being in that position to do so in the near future. Yeah, but I mean, you'd really have to go at least a couple of times out there to make it worth it. I, I mean, here's yeah. the deal. In my old job, there would have been a possibility to travel because I to travel more often. You know, I went to a lot of military sites, and so San Diego is a right. hot navy area. That's when you went last year. Yeah, when I went to a Navy thing. If I had gotten like a contract back at my old job with the Navy that made me go to San Diego regularly, I totally would have considered it because I would just be like, yeah. then I would That's I would just do my day, drive an hour, hour and a half north after yeah. my oh, work yeah. day and just go close the night out at Di Probably just stay up there at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Similar to what I do with my training in Disney World. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, any other brief? I know there was this story about the Snow White attraction. Yeah. Did you want to go there? Because yeah. I thought no. it was kind of pointless. It's stupid. I watched the video and I. I thought it was amazing what they did. Yeah, what they it was changed great. to it. Yeah, they added yeah. some projections, but it made it look good. I think that the criticisms are picky. Bunk. Let's yeah, just put it that way. 
Yeah, it's kind of dumb. I, think. I don't think it'll... You obviously have never read the story or read a fairy tale in your life, if you are concerned about that. If anybody wants to complain about a ride at Disneyland, it's one of my favorites. Just go to Mr. Toad's. He goes to literal <laughs> hell. Okay? Right. Yeah. He, exactly. he likes not, drunk do, driving to hell. So. Yeah, you get hit by a train after basically drunk driving. Yeah, Jason, probably. that's the last thing we need is you to turn people on the toad now. No, I, yeah, okay. But anyway, I think... Send your hate mail directly to Jason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, Disneyland's open. We're very, very happy that it's open again. Hopefully we can go at some point in the future, the near future. At, but At some point. I wouldn't mind taking a nice podcast trip out there. You know? That'd be fun, wouldn't it? That'd be really fun. Yeah. That would be nice to be able to do at some point. All right, well, shifting gears from Disneyland... Let's uh, talk about the Disney Cruise Line news that Ooh. came out. There was some news about the Disney Cruise Line? Yeah. You mean they're going to cruise again? <laughs> right. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. In the near future. Hopefully, hopefully very yeah. soon. They By did July. say they're going to cruise out of UK this year, like in That's like true. a few months. Right. Yeah, those cruise to nowheres is what I always called them. Yeah. And isn't but. there some CDC guidance finally out about potential cruising i think they mentioned mid-july as the possibility i mean disney's already canceled it much further out but i mean it it, it's pretty stringent and yeah you basically can't get off the ship ever well as of right now disney has not canceled the dream and the fantasy and the magic was it or was it the wonder it was one of the two those three are still just canceled through june Right, that's correct. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, there there is still some availability for July, I think, at the moment. But we'll see if that's they're leaving holds the up. possibility open. Yeah, so that could happen. We don't know. Maybe it will. And John, I know you were wanting to reschedule for the Wish, which is what the big news event of the week was. There was a big uh, live stream about the Disney Wish and the reveal of a lot of the new stuff about it so does this excite you are you really wanting to switch now to that or what do you, how do you feel yeah i mean i'm it's nice to actually get a glimpse inside and kind of see what they're going to do and then seeing the style that they did the rooms it kind of reminds me of it being almost like i guess a princess room in a way the way that they showed that they call them storybook which i guess is kind of the same thing it it the ones that they gave pictures of, one of them actually has a mural of Cinderella, the story of Cinderella in the back behind the bed. I don't know how they're going to do it because I think they're going to feature different stories, probably Princess, because I've seen another one that had obviously Rapunzel behind the bed. So I don't know if they're going to randomly do the rooms in you know, certain ones. I see one here that's aerial themed. And of course they have the concierge experience like this. For their first new royal suites, they actually have the first two-story suites on a ship. I'm sure those those aren't going to be expensive at all. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do they come with a Homer? (laughs) Do they come with a Homer? The only thing that they say the ship comes with is an Ashley, apparently. Right. Oh, yeah. The the cruise director. (laughs) I guess she's going to be the cruise director on the maiden voyage. I can only assume that that's why they did it that way. Now, is Minnie Mouse, is this her first ship that she's captain of yeah they don't well each, every other one only has each one has a different captain right so, but is this Minnie's first yeah okay 
That's what I thought. Yeah, she's featured in the fantasy, I think, as like the statue inside, but she's not considered the captain. But I know they, I, I remember seeing on the live stream that, that she was the captain of this one. Right. Yeah. I'm excited about the Aquamouse slide. Mm-hmm. That looks really cool, actually. It does. Um, yeah. I really hope there's more to it than what they showed, though, because the first section of it, with the, it had like screens on each side, and it's just a um, a lift hill almost. Hopefully, there's a little more to it than that. <laughs> That's yeah. what it made it look like. Well, supposedly there's a whole new cartoon short around this attraction, right. if you want to call it that, or slide. But so it's like the Aqueduct meets Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That's <laughs> yeah. what it's yeah. kind of. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. That's all. Yeah. I mean. Can we just comment for a moment about how awkward Bob Chapek was in that video? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. It looks like he spent too long in the tanning bed, for one. Well, he just isn't good at reading a teleprompter either. I got to be honest, it's better than a lot of the stuff I've seen him do in the past. I think he's improving slightly. But, okay, you know. improving. But then they 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 put him right next to Josh tomorrow, where it was like, right, hey, he's, now over to you, Josh, and he's like, and it's like I'm going to uh, run this company one day. Yeah, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just felt yeah. like as soon as they switched to him, it was just like ah, breath of fresh air. It's like this guy should be CEO. But anyway, <laughs> so just to talk about it a little bit more, one of the they the shows that they're going to bring on uh, to the boat. All right, yeah. excuse me, the ship. It's such, such a pretty, a pretty boat. boat. Chip. Chip. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, couldn't help. Yeah. But anyway, the Aladdin show that they've actually had on the fantasy before, and they have uh-huh. they kind of took it away. It was also the same show that you could see out at Disney's California Adventure at one time, uh, but they're bringing it back to the Wish, and I can only assume that's because they didn't really, with because of COVID, they didn't really have time to do something all new, like, is, you know, I'm sure they have some new shows, which they didn't give any details on the other two. But I think one of the reasons why for the third one, they brought back an old one was because they didn't really have the time to put into putting a a new third show, which is fine with me, though, because the Aladdin show, I saw it in California, and I saw it on the cruise ship, and they're different experience a little bit on the cruise ship because of the settings. Obviously, you can't do some of the same things at sea as you can on land. Right. But it's always been an enjoyable show. The genie's always hilarious. I mean, he does do the modern jokes usually in there right. that he uses. I've always enjoyed this show, the times that I've seen it. So yeah. I'm fine with it being one of the shows. I was excited to see the 1923 restaurant, too. I thought that looked like a cool... Yeah, yeah. So it's part of the rotational dining, from what I understood, along with, let's see, what was the other one? The Marvel mm-hmm. Wasn't there a Frozen And a Frozen dinner show. Yeah. yeah. That looked pretty cool, too. Now, see, the Frozen Dinner Show looked similar to some of the shows that they do on the older ships now, the Magic and the Wonder, which I have not sailed on. They don't have something like that on the Dream and the Fantasy. The Dream and the Fantasy, their dining experiences are good. I mean, they have one in particular on the longer cruises with the, you know, magic of animation. I believe it's what they call it in the the second night for Animator's Palette which is a really good experience, but uh, nothing that's got characters in the middle of the room like this is. And it features Elsa, Anna, Olaf, and Kristoff. Yeah, so it looks cool. Are you excited to change your sailing to the Wish now? Is that what you want to do? I kind of want to just for the fact that it's new, and I don't know, you know, with them sailing in summer, even if I were to get on this one, 
See, the thing is, I'm still silver cast away. I'm one sailing right. away from being gold, right. which really only buys me another day, I think it is, than what I get with silver. That's probably a huge difference, though, isn't it? I bet For the, I bet the two stories be. will be sold out by the time you get in. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> yeah, I, I will be shocked if it is sold out by then, truthfully. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be something special. Uh, somebody's going to have some something special for that first voyage. Of, I wonder how often they upgrade to those rooms on mm. all the ships just mm. to fill the ship up. <laughs> I just wonder how often they do that. But anyway, because from experience on the other ships, it's one of the last things to go are the concierge rooms. I can't imagine why. <laughs> right. Um, Price, maybe? It's not that, not that they're expensive or anything. No, 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 no. Or those suites, excuse me, those royal suites and which whichever ship you're on that whatever they decide to name that suite. Yeah. Depending on the ship you're on. So the boat? The boat you're on? <laughs> the ship. Such a pretty boat. Ship. Yes. Again. We're gonna do it again. There's a run of the ground. The Marvel characters that they mentioned being on there were kind of I guess diverse and not your typical. I mean they mentioned Spider Man, of course, which was interesting. And they mentioned Black Panther and Ant Man and Wasp were the ones they mentioned. Which, when you think of Marvel, they're not the ones you necessarily think, except for Spider-Man, obviously the classic. You know, he's the classic character they mentioned. But, you know, with Marvel, you usually think of some of the, over the years, you think of Iron Man and um, Thor and Hulk, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, I think they were trying to be a little more diverse or maybe using their more newer, the ones that they've had the newer films with or latest films with uh, here to feature. So that would be interesting in itself, I think. Yeah. Alrighty. Is there a um, challenge update that we need to do or anything? No, I think we're actually done. I don't think they've tallied the scores yet. I think actually How to Mouse was slightly short of 700 points. I think that Kenny the Pirate was a little bit lower. It's not going to be, it's not a new high score for either of them. By the way, for those that might want to know, Bookings for the Wish for Everyone officially opens on May the 27th. Oh yeah, that's right. Should have mentioned that. So you've already booked? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. The earliest I think I saw was for the Platinum and the Concierge, and I think that's like the 18th, 17th, somewhere in that range. I will not be in that group either. (laughs) Right. And not only that, they divided Platinum into, like, groups. Like, if you've been Platinum for, like, if you have, like, 25-plus sailings, you get first crack. Well, it seems... Right. Who is that? Like, Pete... That's about it. Yeah, I'm going to say Pete and his <laughs> crew. On, on the cruise I took, there was somebody with a posting on their door, which was the listing of every Disney cruise they had, and it was probably like 100 long. It was a lot. Yeah, there's there's always those out there, that's for sure. They've done it since 1998. <sighs> I guess so. Every year or more. Multiple times yeah. a year, probably. Mm-hmm. All right, well. We, yeah. You know, we almost did one back in the day. Almost. What do you mean? With one of the original ships. Like my family. Yeah. Like back in 98? Well, not 98, but it was in the early <sighs> 2000s. Oh, right. Okay. Almost did oh, a one Disney of the one. the first of the yeah. others. Yeah. It was still the classic ships at that point in time. Yeah. But anyway. You'd be gold by now if you did. Yeah, I know, right? I'd be golden. Golden. I probably would have taken more sailings in between if I'd done it back then, too. So. Yeah. I'd probably be say. platinum by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. And DVC. You'd be DVC for 20 yeah, years by now. Yeah, would be a lot of things. <laughs> I probably, actually, going back to all that, if I'd have done all this, I probably would have just lived there. But <laughs> Yeah. 
Kesara Sara. All right. Well, moving down to Walt Disney World now. There's a few new things that will be changing by the next time we go, by, which will be in just a few weeks now. Be our next trip. We're such addicts. We're going right back. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it it was a few weeks in between, but yeah, it's not that. Well, the family was sad. They want to go. That's what we're. Yeah, doing. as we were driving back, the family's like, "Well, we want to go." So, so we ended up booking. Before we even got back from the last one. But anyway. Have we mentioned on the podcast the room we booked? Uh, no, I don't think we gave detail yet on that. But we, we'll save let's that. Just, we'll let's save just it. say that we've rented. Okay, yes. We're going to be staying DVC this time. We'll just say that. But whenever we do go back, as long as it's after May 18th. No, 16th, sorry. There will no longer be... Temperature checks at the Walt Disney World theme parks. Universal's also doing this, of course. That's always been security theater. I mean, like, how many people have they turned away from the temperature check booth? Those things aren't very accurate, yeah. and you'd have to show up with, like, a massive fever, and how many people <laughs> are just being that dumb? If you have a temperature of actually, like, 104, are you able to even walk into the park at that point? Well... Uh, Anyway. It really tells you very little because there's a significant number of people that never presented with a fever or even had it during well while having the virus yeah. itself. So, but I mean, there is still the thing that okay, if you did have a fever, again, I've never seen anybody like turned away, but I'm sure that some people have been right. I mean, hopefully, I don't know, but. It's an unnecessary thing at this point, I think. And uh, it doesn't really slow you down that much, though. And the thing is, in the middle of, say, July or August, depending on how long you've been walking or if you've had, like, a hat on your head or something at some point. You could fry an egg on your forehead. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you could be 103 degrees and be fine. Yeah, Um, right. I'm only slightly exaggerating. (laughs) Anyway, so this is ending. And another kind of related story was that Florida in particular, but Orange County has also reduced the physical distancing guideline to three feet, which has kind of been the CDC guidance for a while. Like the, they've talked about three feet probably a couple of months ago, if I remember right, maybe a month ago. But I know Universal, I saw that they were shortening their distance, but um, I haven't seen anything official that Disney's doing this yet, but... If they do, obviously that would open the door for opening capacity a little bit more than 35%. I thought that there was something that we that just came out that said that Disney was making that change. I saw that was. Universal was, but I didn't know. I didn't see anything official in Disney unless I missed it. Did I miss Disney? Anyway. No, they haven't released that they're going to change it. I know Universal said it. They actually started removing their markers several days ago. They're they're six feet ones, right? They didn't they didn't know that's what it was going to be at the time. But what do you think about three feet? Because most people, by the time you crowd a party on a three feet marker, y'all are you're just you're, you're just in a normal feet. line. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's like even the six feet markers. Sometimes we were crowded against people who weren't really paying attention, or if you got a group of four or five people, you're you're on a marker, and just your body width is enough to close that gap of six feet so 
Three feet doesn't seem like like why even bother Mark putting markers down at that point. And are they going to increase capacity when they do this? Yeah, that's what that's what everyone's wondering is: Are we going to get to fifty percent at this point if if we shorten the distance? Well, you'll have shorter lines, so you'll have more room. Right, which means you'll have more capacity, which means you won't have shorter lines <laughs> after that. I don't know, but yeah, and then, fa- and then fast pass returns or, or whatever they're going to replace it with. And right. then, yeah, at one point do they return fast pass? Is is it when they hit fifty percent? Are they going to? If they no, increase capacity any more, they need to turn on fast pass. I would think so. I can't see them doing it until just like everything else October. We shall see. All right, but they haven't said anything official as of right now, so we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's going to be not fast pass anymore. It's going to be the genie. <laughs> right. Whatever, whatever they're going to do with the genie. Right. The genie will grant you a fast pass for small wish. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, if if Robin Williams was still alive and he had voiced that, I would actually go along with that. That would actually be pretty cool. I could just hear how he would come up with this stuff. That would be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he would He would go off script, of course. <laughs> He'd go way anyway. off script. So uh, another uh, thing that is coming back soon at Walt Disney World is more character dining restaurants. Chef Mickey's Dinner, Cape May Cafe, and Tusker House are going to be returning over the next couple of weeks. Chef Mickey's May 16th, Cape May Cafe on the 18th, and Tusker House, I don't remember seeing a specific date for that one, but it should be probably along the same lines. And the new way that they're doing character meals, would you pay the same price for that versus you know, now, not being able to get up close? It does say specifically Chef Mickey's dinner. Right, because it's already open for, for breakfast. breakfast right now. Yeah. Mm. Is it character breakfast, though, right now? I don't remember. I think it is. I think it is, okay. yes. I okay. believe it is. Well, maybe, maybe it is. Okay. I believe it is. I have done all three of these. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I have too, actually. Yeah, I've done all three they of these as well. They were all good. I mean, they were all... I've done... All of mine were breakfast. Yeah. Tusker House has the best food overall, but I think I think Chef Mickey's has the best character, but anyway... I tell you what's really good trick with Tusker House, if you can still do it, you used to cut anyway, is you have the late breakfast and you actually can get the breakfast yeah, the food and they'll too. change over to the lunch <laughs> at Tusker House while you're still there. Right. You get a little you get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, on that buffet. So I just can't eat that much food anymore. Like my yeah, I don't either, so it's not really worth it. <laughs> I would I have was... to get like two small plates if I was gonna take advantage of that. If I was in my 20s, I would be all over that. But, yeah, it's not worth the price for me anymore, Tusker House. But, yeah, Cape May Cafe, I think, is actually the surprise one that's quite good because it's usually less crowded. I mean, again, this is pre-COVID. It was usually press less crowded, and you got really good character interaction because well, I think it, it was less crowded. And the food was... Yeah, I think it felt less crowded because of the space. It's a pretty big uh, restaurant. Yeah, it is, yeah. And the food was different. To me, than your typical, it had a few extra things that weren't your typical breakfast buffet. But anyway, I liked it a lot, actually. So, yeah, are we excited? Are we going to book some character meals? Eh, I'm not a big chef's Mickey. If I'm going to be at Animal Kingdom, I'm going to eat Satuli. So maybe Kate May. Have you ever done Tusker House, Jason? I have. You have? Okay. I was just curious. Breakfast or lunch or dinner? Uh, Dinner. Dinner? Okay. I did lunch. You said you did the breakfast, right, John? I did. 
I mean, for the most part, I mean, breakfast food is breakfast food in Disney World. I mean, the quality right. is the only thing that's probably going to change. But as far as what you get, I mean, you get some things that are a little more exotic at a place like Tusker House than you would at, say, Chef Mickey's So right. <laughs> for breakfast. but yeah. Well, speaking of Chef Mickey's, we're going to have to get Chef Mickey's, apparently, if we want to park because we won't be able to ride the wave starting in July because the wave is going to be under refurbishment. The wave of the Incredibles? What are they changing? It's going to yeah. be the Incredible Wave. Yeah. It's rumored that it's going to get an Incredibles makeover, but it's, yeah, it's rumor. So we'll see. J- Jason already refers to it as the Incredible Wave, I think. Mm-hmm. It's his favorite place. Yeah. So apparently, July 15th, it is closing for a refurbishment, and there's no particular reopening date provided as of now, but. If we're going post July fifteenth, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna have to go to Grand Floridian Cafe to? That's where we've them? been landing these days. Is Grand Floridian every time? It's a much longer walk though. So, if you're considering a challenge, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have to get Chef Mickey's now that they have dinner again. See, and Chef Mickey's will be hard to get. That's the thing. Yeah, the wave wasn't hard to get. Get a California I guess I just have to book the contemporary. <laughs> That's just what I'm gonna have to do. Right. You're just gonna have yeah. to get a room there. You get like a California grill, it's like, what, 9 o'clock at night, and you show up at 7 or something in the morning. You're like, I'm here for my reservation. Right. Okay. Well, I've showed up <laughs> many hours. I've showed up a long time before a reservation, and they still let me in. So That long, though? I don't know if it's that long, but I've shown up five or six hours ahead of time, and they've still let me in. So Anyway. But yeah, that's just, just had to throw that in there for all the challenge folks that... What are we going to do post-July 15th, you know? Got to find... You'll have to hope that you can get California Grill or Chef Mickey's. Or just stay at the Contemporary. Which is easier said than done. It might be easier to get a room at the Contemporary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if half the room's still on refurb, you won't be able to get a room at the Contemporary. I'm going to say, I'm here to work on the Incredibles. (laughs) Yeah, right. All right, so let's move to the Star Wars news. Since this uh, week was May the 4th, be with you and revenge of the fifth how far do we take this i guess star wars is just the month of may yeah so do you want to start with the lightsaber or should we save that for the last sure the lightsaber so disney shared the video of the lightsaber that i think we heard about a few weeks ago with josh tomorrow talking about it the video looks really cool but i think amongst the star wars folks that I've seen that are popular online, I should say, they were a little underwhelmed with this only because it doesn't retract at all that they showed. I mean, apparently they thought if it did retract, they would have shown it on the video. So it apparently just Hmm. opens by itself and it doesn't retract by itself. I don't know. I feel like it could be possibly something that does both. And here's, I mean, I saw an explanation of someone who dug into it. Yeah. There were, Talking about, you know, those similar to a measuring tape? Right. You know how yeah, those we, go? We, we talked about this on the show a couple, few weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So similar to that, having those on both sides, right? Right. Uh, but, you know, having two, I guess, halves making a hole, like making the, you know, make to make it cylindrical syn- coming together and shooting out at the same time, they could technically retract in the same manner. I, I haven't ruled out the possibility that they will retract. I kind of think that they're going to yeah. be able to do that. I think that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple other things. One, the hilt, a lot of people are talking online, is like double the size of what a normal lightsaber hilt would look like. 
Because she's holding it with both hands. Right. And it's like gigantic. It is big. It and it's because of the yeah. action that they're going to have to do to get it to. Right. So it is probably yeah, maybe close to double the size of a normal lightsaber hilt. They, they did a good job of trying to make it not look so big. But the other thing is, am I wrong on the video? It Does, does it look kind of wobbly or is maybe the, the actor or of Ray in this, maybe she's not holding it steady, but it, to me it looks like the, the lightsaber part, it just doesn't, it looks kind of wobbly. Doesn't it wobble in the video? Am I wrong on that? I, I didn't examine it that close. I don't recall seeing a wobble. But anyway, it still looks really cool. I gotta say, you know, I had the old kind in the, from episode one, I think Qui-Gon's lightsaber that you kind of like, flick it out and it opens <laughs> but but it's obvious that it's in it's tapered you know it's obvious this one it looks really cool i gotta say even if it is tapered or if it's like the measuring tape thing it, whatever they're doing it looks really good so i gotta give credit on that it looks really cool see i want a lightsaber in which the lighting is going to be similar to obi-wan from a new hope <laughs> Flickers. I want one of those. Right. I mean, it looks really uh, old and white lightsaber instead of blue. Yeah, but it kind of, you know, it was almost like it flickered at times, too. Right. I always assumed it's because his lightsaber was just as old as he was. So maybe it was, he needed some work done to it. I don't know. (laughs) Do you think they'll ever sell these, though? I think this is probably an early prototype of something they made that works but it's yeah the characters are going to use them they're not going to sell these yeah i mean i think their intention is if they can make something that is sellable that they'll sell it but until then i think this is just going to be for display for characters to use on the star cruiser it looks basically they use this as a selling point to hey book a cruise on the star cruiser yeah you know the more i look at some of the stuff they're going to do in that i might be willing to bite on that yeah yeah i'm gonna say i probably should start putting money aside now yeah yeah you definitely Um, should so the other news was they delayed that until 2022 but they haven't set a sale date yet (laughs) for this whatever you want to call it (laughs) would it be sale or would it be flight date what what do you call it i don't know A star cruise date. We're just, I don't know what to call anything <laughs> concerning this right now. Sure. But, yeah, like I said, one of the things that would be pretty neat about the hotel that I've obviously forgotten about because it's been so long since it's been announced right. was the experience that was going to be similar to the orb that Luke was training with. Yeah, right. The so that would be training. really cool to do. Well, that's why I was wondering... Would are they going to try to have at least for the cruise a functioning lightsaber like this for guests to use it just for the cruise potentially not to buy but to at least use for the cruise one of these type of lightsabers? Do you mean kind of like in what I was just talking about? Yeah, that type of like for the lightsaber I, training. I, yeah. I think that'd be two different things because the training I think is going to be more CGI, so they're going to have to do something different. I don't think it's going to be the same same saber wouldn't it be like the same technology as like duck hunt for the nes (laughs) no not necessarily i mean there was that one game at disney quest that was a virtual reality which um daniel and i 
played. It was called Ride the Comics, that in which you had a basically a hilt that you held in your hand. You had to put both hands on it for the for in, inside your virtual reality headset for the sword to come up. That was pretty neat. That was way back then, though. I'm sure they'll take that to like the 100th level. <laughs> right. Well, my this. point is, I doubt they're going to shoot actual lasers at you. So well, I think you uh-huh. would just point it and yeah, dodge the or deflect the lasers. Anyway, what do we think of the restaurant? Which isn't that basically what was going to be at Galaxy's Edge, and they're just going to put it on the the Star Cruiser now? I guess. I mean, it'll probably end up being you know half the size, just like the rooms are. Yeah. Was it going to be in Galaxy's Edge? The food will be weird too. What's going to be more spacious, the Disney Wish or the Galactic Star Cruiser? Wow, that's actually a pretty good question. I think the Wish will have more space. Uh, I think in general, no, I can't even say in general because I bet the staterooms on the Wish or even the smallest staterooms are probably going to be bigger than that room we saw. <laughs> yeah. So, How sad is that? Yeah. Yeah. I will say this, thus far... The Disney cruise ships, anytime they've made a newer one, they have increased the size of the staterooms because they increased the size of the staterooms uh, on the Dream and the Fantasy as compared to the Wonder and the uh, Magic. Even the, you know, the um, least expensive uh, inside staterooms were, were larger. They were larger than most cruise lines at the time that they built them. Matter of fact, their staterooms were still among the largest up until recently. I think there's probably been some that's matched them at least since then. But I would imagine with the Wish, they're probably going to kind of take it as far as they can. I guess this leads to another discussion about the potential future of this Star Cruiser Hotel or cruise ship in the sky, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> How do you pronounce the name of it, by the way? Is it Halcyon? Hel- 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 Halcyon. Halcyon. Halcyon? The Halcyon. If this is a huge success, do you think they would try to build one in California and connect it to their Galaxy's Edge or, you know, with a shuttle bus essentially (laughs) running between? Anything's possible. Or would they build this anywhere in the country if they thought they would? Build it on Mars. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Is this the new Disney Quest is my question. Are they going to try and build this in different cities? No, I don't see that happening. What opens first, the crew Star Cruiser or Space Two Twenty? <laughs> That's a good question. It might be this. <laughs> they're definitely going to open this. I think they've decided that they're going to open Space Two Twenty on Mars. I think that's what it really is. There's what they're waiting on. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, if this was a huge success, I think they would definitely try to build one in California. Because they've got all that space that they were going to expand to. You know, we talked about that a few weeks ago. They could easily build this in one of those parking lots in front of Disneyland Hotel or whatever. If we start colonizing Mars, who who gets there first, Disney or Universal? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Elon Musk gets there first, so he makes his own theme park. (laughs) He rivals. Yeah, he makes his own Mars park. Okay. Well, if you look at your My Disney Experience app, you will see the Star Cruiser Hotel on it now. They they show it on the app. Oh, you mean this? Okay. It has its own little space. Yep. It's on I have there. seen the model that they have. They have one on display at Hollywood Studios now of the Star Cruiser. Right. Or they did on, they did on May the 4th anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen pictures of the model. I mean, it looks 
fine. I wonder if when are they gonna start selling those like toy uh, models of the ship? Anyway. Oh, they'll start selling something the closer it gets to the actual opening date. Let's see. You, we said it's twenty twenty two. Did they think summer twenty twenty two, or they didn't specifically? It just says twenty twenty two. I don't. I think That's they're leaving it, it open ending. December thirty first, eleven fifty nine. Right. It's basically the only other story I had was about the lounge. Where it looks like you could play Sabak card games. So does that mean you can gamble actual money <laughs> on this? Would you do it, Jason? If you could? can you can you potentially win the Falcon? Because you could win your trip for free. I would not on this. I would not gamble at the Star Cruiser Hotel. It's probably going to be something like you know they don't really have gambling on the cruise ships, but they do have bingo, right? Where you can win. <laughs> Right. So it's kind of like their version of gambling. That's probably right. what they're going to do with Sabak. Yeah. First of all, I got to learn prizes. how to actually play it, but because yeah. <laughs> apparently you can play it, there are people that play it. I kept thinking there was another Star Wars mo- uh, movie. There was another Star Wars story. I thought, but I can't seem to find it. Oh well. Yeah. Well, there there were several about the. Uh, There's a lot of little merchandise and things like that. I just didn't think it was that. Uh, yeah, to the nothing, story. nothing real newsworthy. Understood. How about uh, did you see the estimated loss of Disneyland during their thirteen-month closure? We didn't mention that earlier. <laughs> Four point three billion, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Four point three billion dollars. Well, I mean, it's been closed for fourteen months. Was it before it reopened? Thirteen months, they said, but I guess it's, it was well, going thirteen on 14. and a half, something. Like that. Yeah. It was going on it. Uh, at least they took that close time to make some improvements. Oh, by the way, the you know they released just recently a twenty five percent off for summer or late summer now discount. Yeah, I saw that. I, I was surprised because it was not a. They didn't do Florida resident or pass holder that I saw. It was just a standard twenty five percent for deluxe, twenty for moderate, and I think ten fifteen for. Did you go try and try and actually see some dates? Yeah, I did. Yeah, did, yeah. This the rooms available were crap. I mean, I'm not saying that they were <laughs> like they the ones that were anyway. discounting. They were discounting ones that you know were already super expensive in some cases. That's kind of what they, they do were, nowadays, by the way. Yeah, they just discount the expensive rooms. So they're not going to discount the ones that people really want to discount. On. <laughs> yeah, I looked around for some dates in July for Grand Destino, and they were. The only tower rooms that I saw available at all were king bed tower rooms, and they were still about two eighty a night, roughly. So I didn't even see that. Of course, I was looking in September just because that was the yeah. the latter end of it to see what people were doing. They had plenty of outer building rooms for two hundred ish a night in that range. So I think probably the best thing I saw was boardwalk for like four hundred and something. If you want to consider that good. I mean, nowadays, that's good. <laughs> i tell you something I saw recently. I saw a view, speaking of boardwalk, I saw a view uh, of a you know a room that's like a boardwalk room, and I was like, man, that's something I'm going to need to put on the bucket list. I need to have a boardwalk view room at some some point. Yeah. I, back in the day, I, I always thought, would those be pr- kind of loud, though, for a while? Yeah. Do you know I looked as far as like what kind they have? There's really not that many that aren't aren't like big rooms. Hmm. As a matter of fact, the ones facing it when I looked, I only saw two 
literally only two villas that were, regular, oh, that were studio. Oh, only two that faced the boardwalk. There were others were like one bedroom and or more like these like these grand suites. Yeah, it didn't have. seem like there was a lot of rooms at all <laughs> facing the mm-hmm. boardwalk. But right, yeah. yeah, it's not there's not many, and there's none in the actual boardwalk inn. It's just the villa side. Right, the villa side. It's that. Yeah, yeah I would love to go so, back there. I found I thought that was kind of interesting. Do we want to talk about the Velocicoaster at all? I mean, we can before we wrap up. Sure, it it looks really cool, really intense. What do you I mean, think? The, peop- the people I've seen, you know, that got to actually that have gotten to ride it, seem to be really impressed with it. Yeah, yeah, it seems really well put together. The story that they've put for the queue and everything, and the pre-show and everything looks cool. I did see not too long before we did we got on the show that Kent got to ride it. Uh-huh. He said he still preferred Hagrid's. But he thought that he thought this was really good, but he still preferred Hagrid's over this. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of inversions in this one, and two launches, so it's pretty fast, and it seems like it's fairly intense. So I don't know how many people will get to ride this. I think the other thing that a lot of people were saying was the the ride vehicle, the restraints, and everything. How it is it was fairly, different. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, it's very different. For this type of coaster, especially. Like, there's no over-the-shoulder restraints. Yeah, you would think with this many inversions it would be over-the-shoulder, but I think they're maximizing your airtime on this. (laughs) Must be some new-age lap bars is the only thing I can think of. Right. Uh, One thing I thought that was pretty neat whenever I was looking at it is, like, in the queue line, there's a point where you go by one of the launches, right? And through the window, you see the the coaster go by, but then there's like these raptors that trail behind that chase after it. Mm. It's pretty cool the way that looked. Yeah. And the queue, you know, when they have the the section with the raptors that are in the, like the harnesses where you pass by them, they look so realistic <laughs> in the videos yeah. I've seen. Right. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they really do. Good, yeah. They did a good yeah. job with that. Yeah. So I'll, I asked this question in our chat, but I'll ask it on the show, which is, do we feel like this will draw any crowds away from Disney in the summer or will it just people will start doing split stays and Disney will benefit from the opening of this ride as well? I I think, you know, there's most of the time there's people that come there. They're kind of doing both, if anything, if they if they're going to do right. they'll probably do Disney and Universal or just Disney. It's usually not the other way around. I mean, there are, don't get me wrong. Universal has its fan base or it's yeah, loyalist yeah. i feel like it's one of those things where people will work both in like mostly i think they yeah. both benefit overall yeah i don't think it'll drop disney's crowds <laughs> in the summer yeah. at all there's too much pent-up demand the only thing that might happen is there might be people that are more apt to actually stay on universal property because of the price versus staying on disney property that might change yeah if only <laughs> yeah because Universal's hotels, usually you get yeah, more for less. I hate to say it that way, but you kind of do. Whereas right. over in Disney, it's like Ranch Wilder, ironically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think I'm too old for this kind of ride, <laughs> to be honest. The Velocicoaster, I think it's you're, a little... You're too old for roller coasters now? Uh, or more I, intense ones? I, yeah, I don't, I don't seek out the intensity like I probably would have 10 years ago. See the I look at it and I don't see it. I think it's not. I mean, it's 
obviously they make it it's somewhat intense. It's a thrilling. It's meant yeah. to be a thrill ride. I think I would enjoy it, but I don't think I would want to do. I, I wouldn't go out of my way to do this a lot. I find it hard to believe that anything they've made new recently could outdo the intensity of the Hulk. Anyway, the Hulk is super intense. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I I think it's great. I lo- I don't. I do like Jurassic Park, but you know, I'm not. See, yeah, the. I would still do it, but I mean, the Hulk, since I talked about it, that was the coaster, and it's been eight years ago now, that when I wrote it, I was like, you know what? I'm not as <laughs> enthusiastic about Getting these old. things as I once was. Right. Yeah, and that was eight years ago. I, was, I mean, you get close to 40, and you're like, I don't need I don't need this in my life anymore. <laughs> right. I don't need thrills uh, like this. I've only had one coaster that I've been on that made me feel weird, though. And I don't know what it was. It actually made me feel like dizzy or a little disoriented one time. And that was the Kraken at SeaWorld. The Kraken. Barnstormer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Barnstormer, of course, does it every time. I forgot about that. Yeah. I Gotta did. have those vomit bags on Barnstormer. Really makes your head spin. I did the goat trick a couple of years ago on Big Thunder and messed me up for a couple of hours. <laughs> it's yeah, it's for young people only to do chasing the, goat the dragon or chasing the goat in this case. Yeah, it's just not not. I'm too old for that now too. <laughs> All right, well I think that's a good spot to wrap this episode up. I suppose. Yeah, Let's it was a, it, it was a lot of news, and you did a great job guiding us through. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, sir. Oh, do uh, I was just looking at this? Do any do we care that valet parking is returning to the no. Walt Disney World yeah. Resort hotels? No. Okay. <laughs> Who uses valet parking? Or how about know. the Project Kiwi for the free roaming Groot animatronic, which makes and maintains eye contact? You didn't see that one? I saw it. It was cool. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I think that, yeah, yeah, it's fine. How'd that let's, one miss your list? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. Anything else you want me to know? No. Let's say, well, you can tell us where people can find us. on the. Well, of course you can find us on social media. That is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM Podcast. We have a Spreadshirt store, which you can find your exclusive Traveling with the Mouse merchandise. That is shop.spreadshirt.com slash TWTM Podcast. And uh, as I didn't mention like I normally do, you will find the Rafts or a Ride shirt there as well. We also have a YouTube channel. You would also search TWTM Podcast there to find the YouTube channel. And you can go to our website, travelingwithamouse.com, and visit there to get links to everything that we just mentioned. You can also email us, podcast, at travelingwithamouse.com. And for John and for Jason, this has been Traveling with the Mouse. And we will see you on our next journey. Smooth as always. Yes. Smooth <laughs> as lumpy butter. No, I'm just <laughs>